And welcome back to the For Films Like Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Chi, and I'm here with... Chris Lucky. And today we're going to be talking about a great all-American classic, Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but before we do any of that, let's fucking do the catch-up. A catch-up. Uh, the week. Uh, let's see. Oh, first things first. Things first. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been getting a lot of shit about Captain America lately. We do. We have. <laughs> I'm upset by this. <laughs> you know? Like, everywhere we go. Like, like the <laughs> school. Anybody that's like, the first thing is like, oh, let's see your guys' podcast. What the fuck is up with this Captain America slander? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Like, immediately. I don't know. What the fuck? Why do people love Captain America so much? He's, uh, he's, I don't know. He's a bland white guy. Yeah. That has a shield. What's the uh, what's the, what's the, the uh, like the nemesis of him in in that area? Red like, Skull. No, not that. The uh, like the Ultra or um, oh. Hydra. Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Hydra. Like the if, equivalent if, of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Nazi now. Yeah, if he if he if he's gonna be with Hydra and, mm. and like actually have a little more depth to him, then yeah, I'll, I'll fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> like I like the Nazi storyline. Yeah, because it's just like, oh wait, you're Captain America. Mm-hmm. Fucking killed all the Jews. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that bullshit? <laughs> Guess who was right all along? Yeah. Guess who hasn't killed six million Jews? <laughs> Fucking Iron Man. Yeah. Guess who did kill them? Fucking Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have at that, Captain America fans. Hey, 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 whatever. Fuck that. Your superhero's a Nazi. <laughs> Mine's just an asshole. <laughs> I, um, I, I watched uh, The Babadook. Yeah, what did you think? Because I fucking love that movie. I, I liked it a lot. We, um, you told me about it a lot when we were doing a, a horror episode on like yeah. episode seven or eight or something. And the witch, um, you brought it up a few times, and I still hadn't seen it until this past week. Watched it with my daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's uh, she's nine years old. The movie was rated R. Does she handle it? Does she handle it well? Yeah, like she watches a lot. Well, she she loves horror, but um, it's usually R.L. Stein right. type of horror. You know, so instead of Bloody Mary, it'll be Scary Mary. <laughs> you know, for, but um the thing in in uh in the babadook it wasn't very it wasn't graphic there was only one sexual scene to where mm. um you know she's in the bed but jump scares it wasn't like blood gore and that that kind of yeah like that's movie. what i'm saying because it was kind of a disturbing movie mm. and i don't know if like a nine-year-old first of all i don't know if yeah. she if she got the disturbing no no, no she didn't she didn't get it like it wasn't yeah. scary to her like the right. only thing that was uh that was disturbing for her was hearing Ba ba duck duck duck. Like that was the only part that was like, oh shit, this is scary. But like other than that, like she doesn't get that the what the Babadook is is the grief of right. losing the the husband and the father, and you let the grief in, and then this is what happens, and that you can never get rid of that grief. It was just a whole different storyline that I'm paying attention to. That she just ba ba duck, you know, for her. Like, that sounds weird. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, well, her husband died. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> I, awesome. I, I really enjoyed that. Though. That movie was great. Yeah. I, I get a lot of shit from people that like horror, mm. but don't want to think about the horror that the Babadook is a bad movie. Mm. I'm just like, you stop. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> stop. good. It's a good movie. Oh yeah. Uh, my my, I think my favorite part about the movie is just like how they build up the Babadook mm. and they don't really show him Mm-mm. at all. Because like, I think it works with the metaphor that like grief is sort of like the silent, invisible killer. Yeah. And I think that that works just amazing for the Babadook as a creature. It's just kind of mm. like, they show him like maybe 10 minutes out of the entire movie. Maybe, yeah. Maybe of that. Yeah. And I just think it's such an effective little movie. I'm glad you liked it. I, I fucking love that movie. I really like I enjoyed it a lot. I feel like I've had to defend that movie and The Witch like five times since I've seen it. Those are like two of the best. I haven't watched a lot of horror in the past yeah. two years, but those are the best two I've seen. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I totally agree. Mm. I've seen I've seen some pretty shit horror. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Okay. Apparently, people really like Oculus. You know that movie? Uh-uh. Uh, Karen Gillian, she plays uh, 
the blue girl in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. She's the lead in that movie. Mm. People fucking love that movie. Really? People think it's a like great horror fucking movie. Mm. I fucking hate that movie. No, nothing of that. Not, uh, uh, I like, <laughs> couldn't get through it. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, what else? Have you been up to anything? Like You graduated. Congratulations. I, I, I graduated. The... Um, Remember the guy that I was talking about, the guy called a toad last week? Yeah. And I had to listen to him say all these this negative things about yeah. podcasting and like following what you believe in. Yeah. This is like how how the world works. And it was so nice. We had the um we had our uh, keynote speaker at mm-hmm. the graduation, and he got up and he started speaking, and the toad was sitting right beside the keynote speaker. And I'm like pretty close up to the front for the right. graduation. And the keynote speaker is, is talking about uh, currency and what the value of currency is mm. and just like stripping a dollar amount away from that and just like what is going to make you happy. What do you plan on doing for the next 5, 10, 20 years from now? And how he started out at 18 working a job that didn't even he didn't care about, but it was just about a dollar amount. Right. And if he could go back 20 years ago, then he would have pursued something that made him happy. Right. You know? But he, he, go, he goes on this soliloquy for about 20 minutes and I'm staring Toad down. <laughs> staring him down. Because I, I was just saying these things like two weeks ago in a room like just like spilling my heart. I'm like, hey, this is what I care about. This is something that, I, that makes me happy. Yeah, but what happens if all the subscribers go away and nobody listens anymore? Yeah, I guess we're all fucked then. then, then I right? guess we're fucked, man. I guess we're <laughs> fucked. But until then, it's like I'm trying to do something that's making me happy, something that I'm passionate about. You right. know? And he, he's going on and I'm like, Bron, I am staring through <laughs> Toad. And he He's just like staring at the ground, eyes fixed at a set location and will not move his eyes because he knows. I know that he knows. <laughs> you know? I know that he knows. But. So do you know who the keynote speaker was? Do you know the name? Uh, no. The only thing that I can remember from if I ever wanted to look him up was mm-hmm. uh, he owns a chain of restaurants in North Carolina and South Carolina and it starts with five. Five Church. Five it's called church. Five Church. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, you guys got a keynote really speaker. Nice. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I hate when people have that talk about, like, but what if the thing you love, like, doesn't work? It's mm-hmm. like, I'll find something else I love. Yes. Like, this <laughs> shit isn't, like, this is just one of the things I love. Yeah. I can do a bunch of other shit. I love a lot just of things. following this one. Yeah. Shut up. I tell I'll you. fucking suck some dick for money while I figure it out. <laughs> if it comes down to it, <laughs> you never know. Maybe it turns out that I just really love sucking dick for money. You don't know. I, I, I doubt that I'm that skilled. You know, I might be skilled. You might be. I might yeah. be skilled. I mean, it's like I've, I've trained enough women in my younger days, you know, how to not be so shitty at giving head <laughs> that I feel like I would, you know, You can translate like it and apply it yourself. To like I'm like, oh, I know the tongue should go this way. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, well, so. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I've done fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Over the past week, uh, what's happened though? What do you uh, I went to work just because, like, school break started, mm-hmm. so like we got a, a break. Yeah, and I've done. I went to work two days, and mm-hmm. then I've done nothing. Nice, okay, and it's great. That does feel good. I'm enjoying it. I played Persona. Yeah, for thirteen hours. You never you see it coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fast forward eyes. Yes, I, I love fucking it. love that game. That's really Every good game. fucking second of it, I play. Yes, but uh, something interesting has happened in that game. Mm-hmm. I now like look more forward to being outside of the palaces than mm-hmm. I do for being inside of the palaces. I can see that. Like, I just want to see how. Like, I just want to talk to the people. Yeah, and just like get fucking Takamai, like Takamaki, Takamaki. I can't. And and fucking and the blonde girl. Yeah, I just want to get her to like me. That's all I want to do. No, no, no. There's there's a smarter, dark-haired girl. She's yeah, Makoto. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who uh, my girlfriend's dating on there. I like her. 
Yeah. I fucking had a problem because in the game I wasn't smart enough to like hang out with her. Yeah. And so I was just like, this bitch thinks I'm not smart her? enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck the her fuck then. do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So spitefully, I went and I read for like five ending games yeah. until I became smart enough. Yeah. Fucking love that game. It's really good. Uh, but I, I don't know. I worked and like, let me tell you something, man. Mm-hmm. I know you worked with us. I, mm-hmm. I, I know. But like half the people that we work with, mm-hmm. just lazy fucks. I mean, do you know how quick I deleted that group chat? Immediately. <laughs> On your so way out quick. to the door, just like, yeet. Yeah. Don't bother me with any of this shit ever again. <laughs> Gone. I fucking, and we search to a group me now, so it's a lot easier to mm-hmm. ignore the bullshit that happens. Yeah. But like, I like have like two or three people that we work with, man. Mm-hmm. I just want to fucking like, mm-hmm. like punch them in the neck until they stand up and do something. Yes. Just like one of them literally looked at me as I walked from the cage to the room I was doing inventory. Yeah. And just fucking looked at me okay. left and right and just yeah. did nothing. Yeah. Just fucking nothing. <laughs> and then I asked him, I was like, what are you doing? And he was just like, eh. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you? Like as a person, are you an identity? Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Anyway, fucking, uh, I fucking hate dealing with that. I get so mad. And like I, I told them, it's like, listen, every time that I see you sitting here, yeah. not doing anything, I get a little bit more angry yeah. and the river of rage starts growing. Yeah. So fucking do your job. That'd be nice. <laughs> and uh, nope, nothing. Fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what he said to me? I get angry when you give your opinion when I didn't ask for it. I like this person. And That's I, just a good, like, I like that. And Hold I on. just go like, I don't care. I get angrier because I see you sitting here <laughs> and you're fat ass. Just fucking get up and ask the question that, that you need to ask. Was that Alton? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, that's the only person I think that has the wit to respond yeah. that quickly to something like that. Which I admit was a really good response. Yeah. Had I not been angry at him, I would have laughed. <laughs> Had I been a bystander in this situation, I would have gone like, all right, that was funny. Yeah. But fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do your goddamn job. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, <laughs> fuck. I watched Logan again. That oh, was yeah, a great yeah. movie. Nice fucking love that movie get to watch it a third time in black and white nice uh soon Mm -hmm. and i don't know man i'm just like i just sitting here time yeah i i i it's great i've said in my i slept you know how how much i slept yesterday how much all the time that i didn't play persona so 13 minus 24 what what, that's uh like 80 billion (laughs) yes (laughs) i slept 80 billion You get a job from idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I slept a lot. It felt nice. I played tennis on Sunday. Yeah. And here's how I know that I'm not in any shape to do any sport whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I played tennis on Sunday. Yeah. And I and I recovered on y- yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's gonna happen. <laughs> My arm was like fucking like limp. Mm-hmm. It's just like I was dead. You got like the Madara arm, uh, Deku arm. My <laughs> 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 Hero Academia. <laughs> I just completely fucked. Just like, Ugh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, but like a really good thing, I just I just really love playing tennis. We play yeah. for like two hours, okay. and like I, I'm brown, so like there was so much blood like going through my body yeah. that I turn a like burnt orange collar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, all right, well this is weird. Am I gonna like fucking explode? Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can, people burn all the time yeah. out of nowhere, spontaneously. Yeah, that was <laughs> dude. That was my biggest nightmare as a fucking kid. To spontaneously combust. Yeah, like I was irrationally afraid. Maybe this is why I have anxiety. All right. I was irrationally afraid of mosquitoes. Yeah. And spontaneously combusting mm-hmm. and losing my leg. All, <laughs> all right. those mos- three mos- things. Mosquitoes. All right. Malaria. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. Spont- here's why I was afraid of mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. There's a mosquito called the chinchilla sucona, which means. Uh, it, well, hold on. Come again. La chinchilla sucona. It means it? the kissing something. All right. Uh, uh, the kissing mosquito, I think. I don't right. know, whatever the fuck. Right. But it's in Mexico. It's in Mexico. I'm yeah. in Puerto Rico at the time. Yep. 
And it's a mosquito that has bright orange legs mm. that if it kisses you, I mean, or bites you, yeah. a week later, your heart explodes. <laughs> Sheesh. Just, there's no, th- just your heart just explodes. Do, do we have any, like, internet, like, recorded proof of this? Uh, I, I remember it from television. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is real. Like, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It was Animal Planet. <laughs> It was like a, a, like most extreme ways to die yeah. in the animal planet. Yeah. So like I have to look it up to see if it's real. But yeah. for like ten years, it my child brain to be like, if you get bit by a mosquito, your heart's gonna That's explode. It. <laughs> yeah. So irrationally afraid of mosquitoes for like twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. And then I watched what was the other one that I said? Mosquitoes. Uh, leg being chopped. Leg off. being chopped off. Mm. I saw a guy in a show called ER. I used to watch a lot of Discovery Channel. Okay. And there was an ER show. Where a guy just walks in and he's being rolled into a gurney mm. and he lost his leg somehow. Sheesh. Like not his whole leg, like from the ankle down his feet. He lost his okay. foot. Okay. And so he was screaming in pain being rolled into the fucking ER. Yeah. And then there's a doctor holding his foot, walking down the hallway next to oh, him. Oh no. But like all the veins and arteries still and attached. fucking tendons are still attached and like oh. dangling off the foot. And so like I saw that and I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to lose my foot. Yeah. That's the only possible thing that's going to happen. <laughs> That guy is going to be me in 10 years. Yeah. So irrationally afraid of losing my foot. Right. It, it terrifies me to yeah. this day. Yeah. Getting in a car accident and just losing a limb. Ugh. Sheesh. Ouch. And yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? Mosquitoes, losing a leg, and, and fucking... Fuck, what was the other uh, one? Spontaneous uh, Spontaneous combust. Yeah. Another Discovery show called... Uh, it was a true crime show. Mm-hmm. Some fucking dude was just sitting in a couch. Yeah. Just in his fucking house. Just, just hanging out. Just hanging out yep. by himself. His yep. wife had went away on a trip. Mm-hmm. And then when she got back, yep. this motherfucker was burned all the way down from like the fucking ankles up. Just fucking ash. Just, <laughs> just ash. There's nothing about that guy. <laughs> nothing left of him. And like the, the, the television was fucked up because they showed... They like staged it. Yeah. So like they made a couch and they pretended to burn the couch. Like they the put dramatic recreation of yeah, it. Yeah, and they dramatically recreated. Yeah. And then you just put like two fucking plastic ass feet at mm-hmm. the bottom of this couch. And I just like ash and I was like, all right, well, that's how I'm going to die. <laughs> that's it for me. Then. That's exactly how I'm going to die. <laughs> so for 10 years, I've been afraid of like burning up, yeah. fucking getting bit by a mosquito and my heart exploding yeah. and fucking losing my feet. I, I would think it's like as a kid, if I seen some that the spontaneous combustion, uh, the dramatic recreation, yeah. I would have thought like, okay, those I see the shoes there and everything else is ashes. Whatever the material those shoes are made out of, I, I need to those. cover myself in that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to cover myself in that material. <laughs> now I'll be safe. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's. I think that's part of why. I, have, I just watched a lot of fucked up shit as a kid. Yeah. And I think that I'm now terrified of, of you know, dying in yeah. any of those ways. I can see that. What were we even talking about? How did I come to that? Ah, uh, there's no telling. Whatever. But, um, oh, I wanted to give a quick shout out because we're going to be on the uh, the Empire Geeks back. This Sunday. Yeah, we're going to record this Sunday. Not sure when they were releasing it. Yeah. yeah. No, but we're going to be on there. So, check us out. Be sure to check us out on the Empire Geeks back. Fuck yeah. Do yeah. that. Yeah. Hey Rob, how you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. They have like they have a number of people on there. I've only met in, uh, Rob, met Rob, Kayla, and Mitch. I think there's another bloke. Uh, Joshua, I believe. Joshua or yeah. Josh. Yeah, they're nice people. I haven't met. I've only met Rob. Mm. Uh, but I'm I'm excited for that shit. Shout out. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? I don't know why I suddenly got all fired up about that. Ah. Uh, but I. I uh, nothing like, oh i wanted to spoil orange is the new black for people oh yeah feel free i don't give a shit yeah it's um it's been three weeks four weeks now so if you haven't seen the ending of orange is the new black then yeah, cut this yourself. shit off immediately fast forward about 30 seconds because <laughs> red gets scalped they nice. scalp this bitch 
like the red hair that oh, she's known for. Yeah, nice. scalped, straight like Indian Is scalped. She, she bad? No, no, no. Oh, just scalped. Just, okay. just to embarrass her. Like, oh, you got that fancy red hair that you're known for. Your signature look. You're scalped. <laughs> was, all right. Yeah, like in front of all the women there, scalped her right there. Took um, Alex Voss, the girl from that '70s show, the wears the glasses. Yeah. Took her, broke her arm, like real quick, snapped it off. This like went. It just went like. Few, few, few. Wait, Alex was the one that scalped her. No, um, it was a, a correctional officer that oh, scalped okay. her. But um, Alex tried to save her, and then she got her arm broken behind Ew. her. Yeah. Ew. So uh, check out the season finale of Orange Is the New Black if you have not. But that's Wait. all I have. I think you said 30 seconds. Let's wait 10 more seconds and then repeat that. So Did you say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> that is um, obvious. I like that a lot. That's, uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Fish gets cult. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for the catch-up. We're going to cut, and then we're going to talk about idiocracy. I feel like I'm so traumatized from like typing in. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh yeah. So like yeah. every time I see a short movie name, I'm like, ah, there's more. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so idiocracy. Uh, give us a run, yeah. on, Chris. Idiocracy. Um, it kind of threw me off. I didn't get the and welcome back to. Oh fuck, that's right. <laughs> that's like <laughs> I look forward to that so much. As welcome a back, idiocracy. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you can't always get what you want. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Idiocracy is rated R. It came out in 2006. It's a science fiction film thriller. Uh, lasts one hour and 24 minutes and a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. The rundown is in 2005, average in every way Joe Bowers, played by Luke Wilson, is selected to take part in a secret military experiment to put him in hibernation for a year, along with a woman named Rita, played by Maya Rudolph. Uh, the slumbering duo is forgotten when the base they are stored on is closed down and they are left in stasis until 2505. When they finally wake up, they discover the average intelligence of humans has decreased so much that Joe is now the smartest man in the <laughs> world. Uh, the writer-director is Mike Judge, starring Luke Wilson as Not Sure, Maya Rudolph as Rita, Dax Shepard as Frito, uh, Terry Crews as President Camacho, and Justin Long as The Doctor. Nice. Uh, this is a weird movie. This is Weird? It's a weird movie. Right. Like this movie, I think cause this. What year was this? Two thousand five. Uh, five, six. Two thousand six. Mm. This is a movie like it's just not a common movie. Mm. I think. Oh, to definitely make. not common. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I feel like someone had something to say. Mm. It's like how can I say that in the most stupid way possible so that smart people get it, mm. but people just don't. But people just don't like the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you think people don't like it? Uh, I, I hear a lot of people telling me that it's a really dumb movie, which is ironic to me. I, w I would love to, yeah. to sit. I mean, no, your your intelligence level is just drop by five. <laughs> if you think Idiocracy is a dumb movie, it's a really good movie. Like you can say it's like it's not super well made, you know. Yeah, but I mean, not even that. But like, like even I, I enjoyed even the way it was made because I feel like it fit for what it was it trying did to fit. do. It did fit. So yeah. like, I, it, it just it knew what it was. Yes. It knew what I wanted to say. Yep. And it fucking did it. And yeah. I think that's more admirable than like making a super cinematic movie. Mm -hmm about this topic it's just like i the movie the movie knew what it was gonna be it's, it's mike judge i mean we we've seen mike judge from um beavis and butthead the television show that's who it movie. was i fucking knew it. i um, didn't want to ask yeah that's definitely yeah. him um the spinoff uh king of the hill he did all of that mm -hmm. uh most recently silicon valley what? boom huh yeah <laughs> uh what's in silicon valley he's the writer creator for oh, really? silicon valley oh, fuck. and uh the movie office space nice uh, he, did, he did all of those <laughs> i didn't know he did office space yeah yeah so it's like you can see the humor in all of those things yeah. that's coming from him so yeah no, i really feels enjoyed good it to be a gangster <laughs> damn it feels good to be a gangster <laughs> oh yeah uh i i think this movie is a really special mm -hmm. I, it has a special place in yep. me 
Because as a film, like I, I I watched it as a kid. I watched it like ten times every time it showed up on HBO. Yeah. I just thought it was a great movie. I didn't really get why it was a great movie. I mean, back in, then. in this movie, I would like to hold a really special place in Maya Rudolph. Yeah, I like Maya did, did Rudolph. You, did you see her in this movie? Yeah. She is the most smoking, gorgeous, attractive that I've ever seen her in any point in her entire life <laughs> in this movie, 2000, 2005, 2006. Yeah. Like, she's my Rudolph. But um, just to give you uh, the premise kind of of what the movie is, uh, the narrator starts off telling us at the beginning of the movie, uh, as the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, smartest, and fastest reproduce in greater numbers than the rest, a process which had favored the noblest traits of man, now began to favor different traits. Most science fiction of the day predicted a future that was more civilized and more intelligent. But as time went on, things seemed to be heading in the opposite direction, a dumbing down. How did this happen? Evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence. With no natural predators to thin the herd, it became simply to reward those who reproduced the most and left the <laughs> intelligent to become endangered species. Like, like, and that's what I love about this movie. Mm. First of all, like the opening little montage when it explains how humanity got that way. Mm. It's one of the funniest bits of fucking cinema that I've seen in a long yeah. time. Yeah. It's like so well edited, so well put together. It's got the guy that was in, you remember uh, Mulholland Drive? Mm. You remember the two guys in the diner? Yep. Uh, one, of the, one of those guys was in is the interview with the woman that's trying to have a baby, but they don't because the oh, doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that guy. So like... That doesn't really matter as to why I enjoyed it. I just like knowing it was there, yeah. their faces. I like that too, yeah. And so like, but I like the way it was set up. It just kind of like, well, the stupidest reproduced the most. Yeah. And, and just like, <laughs> they show this because like, nah, having a baby wouldn't make sense right now. It just wouldn't. I like that. In the I... left corner, like family tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I like the uh, the premise behind that because that's yeah. something that you just see in culture in general. Yeah. You know, that is just the... Oh, this is going to sound so bad. But it's just the, the poorer and the less educated people tend mm -hmm. to have much more kids. Yeah. You know, they don't think about it too much. And the people that should be reproducing more so we can have more intelligent life on Earth, they're like, that's not a smart decision to have multiple kids. The market sucks. <laughs> you can't buy a house. <laughs> yeah. Education's down the drain. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so, so then eventually you get like 10 super not intelligent people to one, you yeah. know. And yeah, we're, we're, in a, we're in the year 2505 to where Luke Wilson in today's world would have just been average, below average. No, no he not was even average. literally, uh, like, the, the, on the, the movie, average, he was yeah. literally average yeah. all across the board. The most average that you could possibly be yeah. in, in our current time. Put him to 2505. He is the smartest person in recorded history. Brought to you by Carl Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep saying brought to you by Carl Jr.? Because they pay me every time I say it. Brought to you by Carl Jr. <laughs> it's a good way to make money. <laughs> brought to you by Carl Jr. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, like knowing now, now knowing the kind of stuff because I knew Mike Judge, but I didn't like put him together with who Mike Judge was. Yeah, now knowing the kind of humor that Mike Judge is like known for, mm -hmm. and getting this movie, this is very much Mike Judge oh, type yeah. movie. Oh yeah, like it's ah fuck. I just I love how like utterly ridiculous it is, oh, and yeah. how much sense it makes, and how stupid it is. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb movie, and it's also like a cynical movie. Mm -hmm. With a slight sense of optimism, the like, smallest, smallest bit. Yeah, there's yeah. like a seed there. There's like yeah. a seed of optimism yeah. there. But it, it really is like a really cynical. Like you can tell that whoever wrote this movie, which I think it's Mike, 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 it's Mike, Mike Judge, yeah. Um, like 
You can tell that he just sat there and just like, man, people are fucking idiots and just fucking typed it. Yeah, and it was like, there. it's not like there aren't any smart people left in the world. Like, yeah. statistically, they are. Mathematically, there are smart people left in the world. Very smart. And you yeah. know what they're doing? They're trying, they're making uh, hair growth uh, pills and, uh, like, dick pills. <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's what, like, the smartest minds in the world are concerned with. You know, how can we not lose our hair? How can we maintain an erection? Right. <laughs> how can we bang and look mildly attractive while doing so? Yeah. That's kind of what... <laughs> ah, fuck. Like my fa- okay, my favorite thing about this movie is just I think the entire like premise mm. of it. Like the idea of this premise I think works so cuz it's relevant. It's relevant. Oh, yeah. It's it's like relevant for such a long t- amount of time. Mm. It's come on 2005. That's been like what? T- 12 years already? Yeah. yeah. Still fucking like you still watch it. Oh, you're yeah. like, ah, fuck. I hate everyone who works with <laughs> watching that. Yeah. Like you can just tell like Fucking Terry Crews is the president. Yeah. Just like you can tell with the culture of America is like extrapolating. Like, you know, in those like fantasies that you have the weirdest dream, mm-hmm. it's like what America's gonna be in the future, and you just see someone shooting a gun in the air and like fomping the podium. Yeah. That's exactly what this That's movie that. is. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. The um so this is the beginning of the movie we have uh, Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson's more talented brother. <laughs> oh yeah, I said that. Wow. Um, <laughs> you just said that, didn't you? It's pretty good. It's pretty good, Owen. <laughs> it, it was like it was Owen, and then a little Sean Connery with a hard tenure. <laughs> but yeah, but um, but Luke Wilson and uh, Maya Rudolph, um, she, and she's from the um, what civilian sector? I guess they called it or whatever. Private sector. Private sector. Yeah, and um, so they both agreed to uh to be cryogenically frozen or put in stasis mm-hmm. for one one year, only mm-hmm. one year. But uh, something goes wrong or whatever, and they're in there till 2000, or 2505, hundreds of hundred years. years, 500 years into the, the future. Mm-hmm. And um, because there's so much trash built up everywhere, the, the world is just going to shit. And eventually there's an avalanche of trash, and it knocks over his pod and opens up into Dak Shepard's, the middle of Dak Shepard's living room. Right, who's sitting on a couch. Was a futon mm-hmm. with a toilet bowl on it. Yes. Watching a big ass screen with nothing but adverts. Yes. Sucking on some like weird, is it the, like the, plastic tit. The, the, cha- the channel was called The Violence Channel, and the show <laughs> that he was watching is called Ah oh, My Balls. <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my balls. Just a dude getting hit in his balls, literally over, all the time. They got a little creative with it. You see yeah, how creative they, they got with the, the ball smashing? Yeah, he like jumped, like got taken off a balcony, fell on a clothesline, <laughs> fell on a wood beam. <laughs> oh goodness, it's so bad. so dumb. Yes. So yeah, he's um he's watching that, and um so his his window breaks, the wall breaks, and um he's hearing somebody in the background. He's just like, shut up. <laughs> he's like, I'm watching TV. I'm not bothered that someone just might have possibly broken into my home. Nope. It's just you're interrupting my violence channel when all my balls is coming on. So he tells him to shut the fuck up again, and he doesn't listen. So he picks him up and throws him out of his house, doesn't even disregard it's a hole in the wall, right. sits back down on his toilet couch, and <laughs> continues to watch the movie. Toilet couch. Not to mention that when he stood up, he's constantly eating. Yes. And then when he stands up, he, um, he buckles his pants up. Because he was shitting, mm-hmm. and the toilet bowl flushes again. Automatic, yes. That is an image. That mm-hmm. is a fucking image, yeah. and it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. But uh, Dak Shepard did a great job uh, yeah. in this movie. I, I really love Dak Shepard. Me too. It, it, my favorite, favorite thing about the movie mm-hmm. is that at one point the narrator goes, and then language evolved into something like a combination of like, what was it, inner city slang. And like grunts. Redneck like and like grunting. Yeah. 
like, so people like white people are talking like weird inner city slangish mm. mixed with a southern accent. Yeah. Makes it just something that just sounds dumb. And you're talking like a fag again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? He could understand them, but they, whenever he would talk, it would sound like a pretentious and faggy. <laughs> it's like, what? What the fuck is that even? <laughs> so, so yeah, he gets he gets thrown out of the guy's house, and uh, he's walking around, and um, eventually he's um, he he thinks that he's hallucinating, you mm-hmm. know, because he was only supposed to be in the pod for a year, but things are dramatically different, so he must be hallucinating. So he goes to try to find a, a hospital or a doctor. Yep. Um, and inside the clinic, one of my favorite parts in, in there is um. He he goes to a guy. He gives him like three rods or three <laughs> um what looks like a thermometer kind right. of thing. Three of those, and um he hands him one. It was like put this one in your mouth, put this one in your ear, and put this one in your butt. <laughs> and, you know, so it was yeah. like all right. So he's going about it, and this is like the weirdest shit to him. And yeah. people in the line are like, "What the fuck? Hurry up! Like, what are you doing? Hurry the fuck up!" <laughs> you know, so he sticks it in his ass, his mouth, and his ear, and then the machine is like, eh, eh, eh. like no. <laughs> so he takes them all out, and then he switches them around so many times. He's so like trying to keep track of it. So there's no way you can know which one was just in his ass or his ear. You know, because either one of those that you put in your mouth, like, you're not going to be happy about. Right. I, I can handle the ear. Eh. But uh, the... I'm, I'm equally not wanting either one of those in my mouth. <laughs> like, my ear or my ass, I, I believe. So, yeah, it's like he, he puts one of those in his mouth and then goes to the water fountain to, to remove the taste of earwax or asshole yeah. out of his mouth <laughs> and realizes there's no water in the actual water fountains. It's just Gatorade. Brando. Just some Gatorade thing. Yeah. Brano? Brando. Yeah, Brando. Yeah. It has electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got electrolytes, man. But does anybody even know what electrolytes are? It's got is electrolytes. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's what the plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> electrolytes. It's, it's electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So he, he, yeah, right. he, yeah. He he eventually he goes to the he sees a doctor after going through this whole um, mm-hmm. this whole debacle 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 debacle. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So he he goes through Stop this. Stop talking like a fag. <laughs> <laughs> he goes he goes through this whole thing and he finally sees a doctor who's Justin Long. So Justin Long walks in. And he's like, uh, right, kick ass. Well, uh, don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says you're ch- on your chart that you're fucked up and <laughs> and uh, you talk like a fag and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> so what I do is just like like you know like you know what I mean like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Scrope. There's plenty of Taurus out there that's living a really kick-ass life. My wife was tardy, and she's a pilot now. And I love that something because it's not even an indicator of, like, his wife got better. Just, no. like, fucking the standards got still lower. Yeah, just lower. Like, now you can fly planes. <laughs> it's like, what in the hell? And I, I love all the little, like, like I love all the little details. Like, the, the, the nurse or, like, the, the person on the counter in the hospital has, like, a shark. It's like head pain, suicide, oh, yeah. sadness, and like <laughs> other little icons for shit. And yeah. she doesn't know what to press because of him. Yeah. And at the end, there's just one that was like, I don't know what the fuck. And yeah. they down. <laughs> like those tiny little details. Yeah. I really enjoyed about this movie. The world building like, and the sets were really well made, yeah. too. Yeah. I really enjoyed like just watching people interact in this world, even though it made me fucking furious. I, I like how they were taking intelligence away from humans because they just don't naturally have it. You right. know, or common sense. How you were saying the uh, the woman, she, she can't 
listen to the guy and glean the information that she needs from him talking to her. Mm -hmm. So she's looking on the paper. All right, they made this simple for me. There's like four choices whenever somebody comes to talk to me. I don't have to think. Uh, Happy, and look up. Oh, he's not smiling. Uh, Sad. (laughs) Nope, he doesn't have a sad face. You know, it's like it just made it very simple. And um, you see it again with the police officers. The police officers are... um, are, are you the particular individual or we're going to have this particular individual? Like they, they narrow They just it down. know what's being told to mm-hmm. them and they act based on that. Yeah. Are you the particular unfit mother? Like what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part was freaking awesome. The, uh, the unfit mother. So she, she's trying to get food. She was like, um, she's like, yeah, t- please take your two large fries. Yeah, she's like, well, you didn't give me any fries. And it was like, please take your fries and leave. And she starts banging on the thing and then it sprays like this gas at her that just makes tranquilizer. her. Yeah, like a tranquilizer. And she walks away. And she but basically, just like she's begging. She's like, my kids are starving. You know, like, please, I gave you money. My kids are starving. Please. He gives her a tranquilizer and tells her to go away. And it was like, your kids are starving. Carl's Jr. believes no child should go hungry. You are an unfit mother. Your children will be placed in the custody of Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr., fuck you. I'm eating. <laughs> You're an unfit mother now because we're not going to give you this food. We're going to take your kids, and now they're born, they raised by Carl's Jr. Fuck, fuck you. you. I'm eating. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there really is something about this movie that just like just hits right in the funny bone. Yeah, and I think that's just that has to be just Mike Judge. Like yeah. Mike Judge just good at making people laugh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he says, I like I like the the absurdity of the movie is also like like it's so absurd, but you can it's like ah oh, man, I don't know. I can uh, this is kind of sitting home. This is sitting close to home. Yeah. It's like an exaggeration of what we currently live in. People over glorifying violence, yeah. over glorifying fast food, yeah. over like eating like there's people aren't drinking water anymore. They just drink like soda and Gatorade and, and don't shit. know how they got to that point. And they yeah, yeah. they just don't. There was a uh, there was a line that stuck out the most for me in the movie. And uh, Rita says, "You think Einstein walking around thinking he was uh, everyone else was a bunch of dumb shits?" <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Yeah, you know, I haven't thought of that." And then she was like, "Now you know why he built that bomb." <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I must have missed that line. Yeah, because it's just like, wait, if, if you're, if you're, you know, uh, she's average intelligence, but yeah. she goes five hundred years in the future, and now she's smarter than everybody. She's like, you know, what's the point of humans then? Yeah, <laughs> fuck <laughs> this place. Yes, yeah, she's like, now you know why he built that bomb. Like, you can, he could <laughs> sleep at night knowing that a couple of million people may be dead. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> you know, weed them out. <laughs> we don't really need that many of them. <laughs> it is mine. You know, like uh, there was another thing about this. <clears throat> fuck movie like the whole plot of the movie the entire device of the movie was him waking up and then trying to go back into the past yeah so that he didn't have to be in the future anymore yeah. and like he goes like he asks uh Dak Shepard there's a time machine somewhere oh man yeah yeah I need you to take me to that <laughs> well it's gonna take a long time because like some really old guy built it a long time some ago. really old smart guy <laughs> built it <laughs> So, like, the whole time just thinking, like, oh, fuck, they have a time machine in this mm-hmm. society? Mm-hmm. Go through the whole events of the movie. Not a time machine. It's a ride, it's a ride. called the Time Machine. Of course. And it's spelled, like, M-A-S-H-E-E-N. Mm. <laughs> so like, like, like Martin Sheen's last name? <laughs> time Machine? Like, what the fuck? It's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And so, like, but, like, that whole plot of him trying, like, the whole movie was him trying to get to the time machine so mm. they can go back. Well, there's one scene where they're in the, in the, in the subway. And like, <laughs> he's trying to explain like, I'll just go back to the past and tell her not to do the experiment <laughs> and then she won't be here anymore. And then he kind of stops for a second. But she's still here. But she's still here. That means I didn't go back to the past, but that means that maybe I just haven't done it yet. So maybe if I just go back to the past, then I won't be here, but I'm still here. <laughs> Fuck, is this how time travel works? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I laughed so hard at that. Because like <laughs> that's the, how we get caught in the first place. I like that Dax immediately, oh, oh there's the police. And then, um, what's the name? Uh, not sure. He was, oh, no, we have to wait on her. She's in the bathroom. That, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> immediately gets on the train. <laughs> don't care. No. <laughs> um, there was a uh, President Camacho's first speech. Did you see the, uh, it was on the teleprompter? Yep. Like for him to read. On the teleprompter, it said, Shit. <laughs> I know shit's bad right now with all the starving bullshit and the dust storms and we're running out of french fries and burrito coverings, but I got a solution. (laughs) (laughs) And he's talking about how not sure it's going to solve the dust bowl. He's going to solve the... um, The The starvation. The the starvation and the crops, you know, not not growing and all these different things. And he's so smart, he's going to do it all in one week. (laughs) (laughs) Also, can we just appreciate Terry Crews with long hair? Oh, yeah, that was so dope. Yeah. <laughs> I love Terry Crews. Uh, yeah. I think he did great in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. My fav- I think my favorite Terry Crews moment is when he, like, he- <laughs> he's in, at the end, they're in the rehabilitation center. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Maya Rudolph walks in with the rose. He goes, like, see, at work. And he just goes, like, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Bring this guy. <laughs> oh, there, there was one where um, we're uh, not sure Luke Wilson is trying to get uh, Rita, uh, mm-hmm. his, the, her character, and she's in jail now. But he's trying to, like, s- explain why he needs her. You know, it's like, well, I might need her for certain things, yada, yada. And then it's like, no, she'd be a pivotal, um, essential um, <laughs> asset to um, utilize. utilize. It's like, oh, I get it. Utilize. <laughs> You're going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring her ass first. <laughs> utilize her asset. <laughs> <laughs> and then so he, he tries to like um he's trying to like create this ruse when he finally gets her out to mm-hmm. the field and uh, he tells like hey we're gonna make a run for it. we're gonna we're gonna go out in this field yada yada you know go talk and shit so um he goes back to the uh to the cabinet he talks to the cabinet and he's trying to be coy he was like uh, yeah um me and Rita we need some alone time <laughs> if you get if you get my drift just some time and then they're like what uh-huh. uh you know in the bushes <laughs> like what and he just like sighs frustratedly <laughs> like fuck god damn and he just starts <laughs> does the, the finger inside the hole and the yeah. other finger they're like oh yeah oh get it yeah <laughs> you want us to come with you make sure she puts salad paws no, no i got it i can I got, handle it i got it man man <laughs> i liked um i like i like one of the questions that they asked him on the iq test mm-hmm. so apparently he passed an iq test so that deemed him the smartest man in the world even smarter than the current smartest person in the world president right. camacho <laughs> terry <laughs> cruz and uh, one of the questions on the iq test was if you have one bucket with two gallons and one bucket with four gallons how many buckets you got Two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's just like I loved how that question was was marked up because you see that shit on social media all the time and people just not getting it. People do not. It's like what? Hold on, because they're over like hold on. Uh, one bucket, two gallons, so that's that's two gallons and another bucket, that's so six gallons, but then that's two buckets. So I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's, <laughs> it's two, two buckets. Two goddamn buckets. Stop. Like I I just love how they, they threw something like that in there. Like my my other little moment in that scene was when he starts looking to the side to see what people are doing mm. and he sees two guys trying to fit a circle in the square. Yes. And then one of the guys looks at him and just like it covers up shift covers up. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to shoot off of it. Steal my answers. <laughs> I'm I was just about to get this triangle in the circle hole and you're trying to copy my answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> in terms of like filmmaking, mm. movie is not complicated. It's very simple. It's yes. not it's not flashy. It's not trying to be. No. It's just. It's just very much conversation mm-hmm. and like one shots and two shots and then the occasional like 
chase scene inside a car mm. type thing. I think the most action-packed thing that happened was the end in rehabilitation. Yeah. And yeah. that was just kind of like basic, just action yeah. for the sake of having a little bit of action in yeah. there. So nothing really, it's not complicated, it's not flashy, mm. but it's effective at doing what it wants to do. Yeah. And I feel like like Mike Judge, in, in like creating the dialogue, because it's hard to make normal dialogue. Oh, yeah. And then you got Mike Judge making dialogue for idiots. Mm. <laughs> and like idiots that sound like elements of like redneck, mm. elements of like like inner city slang, mm. elements of like Mexican lexicon and all that shit mm. thrown in there. So like really what I really love about this movie is the language of the movie. Like yes. Mike Judge made a really good language. It's, you know like when you walk into a Walmart and say, uh, thank you for coming into Walmart, have an enjoyable day or whatever. <laughs> they say like they have a whole little speech and they say this real quick. And I love like another way that they just dumb down mm -hmm. for the people that don't have the intelligence or common sense of what to say when you enter the Costco and they just have the door group that says, welcome to Costco, I love you. <laughs> welcome to Costco, I love you. It's just like that's the only kind of pleasantry. It's like a simple, turn your brain off. You can do this over and over and over just and over. Say it as soon as everyone walks in. Welcome to Costco. I love you. And like Costco's like this massive like Narnia like environment, yep. just full of shit yep. and trash up to the ceiling. There's a yep. massive hole in the wall. Yep. Fucking Starbucks is a whole. It's oh, a, it's a yeah. brothel. I could really, I could really go for some Starbucks right now. It was like, yeah, but we don't have time for a hand job. <laughs> like, Excuse <what>? me. <laughs> yeah. And I also think the movie does a great job at, at using um, Owen. Luke Wilson mm. as an avatar yeah. for us, for like the average viewer. Yes. Because like we never know more than Luke knows. No. We're always at the mercy of like, well, what Luke knows is what we know about the culture. Yeah. So like we find out the jokes about the Starbucks with Luke, so that mm. makes it funny. Yeah. The comedy works. And when we do a throwback, you're like, oh, that's how he must feel right now. Yeah. So like it's, I think it, it creates a really good line between viewer and, and Luke Wilson mm. and then this absurd absurd culture that's now been created yeah and you can laugh at it because you know how luke would feel in oh, that yeah. environment i yeah. think that's really the comedic genius of this movie like the 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 luke wilson as the avatar mm -hmm. does a great job at putting you in the joke yeah of the movie and because it's such a relatable concept like every every person that's uh, like averagely smart will think watching this movie fuck that's the way we're headed yeah and laugh at the comedy. And since Luke Wilson is an avatar for that, he's literally that person. It just makes it really easy for us to step into the world and sort of appreciate that, like, holy shit, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. I like the uh, that he gave it a bit of a, um, he gave it a story arc, you know, <laughs> even though this is like a comedy and it's very nonsensical and a, um, a farce, really, really yeah. you know. But um, I love that he, he still added elements of storytelling in there. Um, the lead, follow, or get out of the way. Right. Like that was like the main thing for uh, for Luke Wilson. And he says at the beginning, you know, usually when people tell me to lead, follow, follow or get out of the way, I got out of the way. <laughs> and it was like, no, that's not what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to, um, it's supposed to frighten you into leading or at least embarrass you enough to follow, <laughs> not to get it, just get out of the way. You know, so um, we see some of that come to fruition by the end of the movie. He goes and tries to, uh, to just get out of the way again and go back to his own time mm -hmm. and uh, fix everything and realize that you can't do that. So he decides to stay and he becomes a president. He has children with uh, the, the second smartest person in the world. Right. And, uh, they have and they have three small kids. The three of the smartest kids in the world you know so he takes on the leadership role you mm -hmm. know from that point it goes all the way from getting out of the way to, to following to being the leader now because yep. he was following around Dak Shepard for a long time before too so it's like he he did every, everything he led follow and got out of the way yeah and I, I think that the narrative arc was really satisfying mm -hmm. to watch yeah. and then even then even when it had optimism 
they like gave you that little that cynical touch to it. It's like yeah. he had three of the smartest kids, and Dax had thirty two of the dumbest kids <laughs> you've ever known. Yes. It's like fuck, like eight wives and the dumbest children, <laughs> yeah. all of them. So you're still outnumbered. It's not getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> there was a um, there was a part that I like. Another part was um, the narrator says the number one movie was called Ass. And, and it was just that. Yeah, and that's all it was for 90 minutes. It won eight Oscars that year, including Best Screenplay. <laughs> At the uh, the end of the movie, not sure, Luke Wilson's character, he's saying, and there, there was a time in this country a long time ago when reading wasn't just for fags, and neither was writing. People wrote books and movies, and movies had stories, so you cared about whose ass it was and why it was farting. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a throwback. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's this thing, it's like how we talk about movies all the time. It's like, I don't care about that character. Don't care about that character. It's like, if you don't, if you don't give us a reason to care about the character, then we're not going to care when they die. Right. You know, so if we don't care about the ass, then I don't care about the fart coming out of it. <laughs> you know? It's like basically what he's saying. <laughs> I, got, I, I really. <laughs> <laughs> we cared whose ass it was and why it was farting. If we don't care about the ass, then we don't care about the fart coming out of it. Sure Christopher don't. Lucky, 2017. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and, and not to mention, like, the, the, okay, so we've talked about everything that made the movie great, mm-hmm. but the social commentary of the movie, yeah. apart from being very obvious, also takes a subtle, uh, like, a little bit more subtle. Yeah. When it comes to the the Brondo executives mm. and like going like how they replaced water and they just bought the FA the FDA and the FCC yeah. and they bought everything they just oh. bought branches of government oh uh, yeah because water was too much of a direct competition with right. Brondo so they got rid of water they just <laughs> got rid of it. and uh, and I thought like like yeah that's a pretty obvious statement as to like corporations owning the government mm. and like McDonald's and fast food places yep. and all of that yep. fucking up like national health for the sake of profit yeah. I get it it's there yeah. but it was just presented like so quickly kind of like yeah they bought the FDA they bought the, they bought the FCC it happened can't mm. do anything about it now Brando's fucking everywhere everywhere and just like they were watering cops with Brando yeah and like the crops were dying and yep. like Owen uh, Look, it's got electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I promise you, if you put water on the plants, they will grow. But but Brando's got what plants crave. It's, it's electrolytes. Does anybody in this table even know what electrolytes are? It's it's not Brando. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just like it just becomes like every conversation becomes a loop. Mm-hmm. Every conversation becomes a meme mm-hmm. in, in, in this movie. It just becomes a loop of a loop of a loop of a thought yeah. that someone had 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then people just get bleh, bleh, yeah. until it just became a grunt. Did, did you see in 1939 that Charlie Chaplin <laughs> killed all the Jews? <laughs> Charlie Chaplin <laughs> killed all the Jews in 1939. There was a T-Rex with Britain's flag and the Nazi flag. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what has to happen in history for that to be the common understanding of history itself? Yeah. Like, you would think someone would at least try to write some shit down. Nope. But no, Charlie Chaplin, Charlie kill Chaplin, all the Jews, T-Rex, time machine, you got it. Yep. Listen, this movie is really like, I, I think this movie falls in our guilty pleasure Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we... Did we ever outright say that, or are we just... Oh, that, shit, we didn't we never, we never explained that at yeah, all. Yeah, no. Oh, new segment, bitches. <laughs> we got a whole new thing happening. <laughs> yeah. 
So like we we have the Criterion movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is like one of my favorite things to do. It's weird, yeah. But I feel like in order to balance that shit let, out, let them know what Criterion is. If this is the first time listening. Oh yeah, if if you're the first time listening, Criterion movie, we watch a movie that has been deemed culturally significant. Yeah. For our history of filmmaking. Yeah. And it's been put on a list, and it's it's gonna it's been put on a database, and that movie will forever exist, pretty much. Yeah. As a movie that influenced human art. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we love those movies. They're yes. usually great movies. Yeah. We've done a couple of them: Four Hundred Blows, Akira yeah. Kurosawa, all of, all of that shit. Yeah. Three Women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, we felt that in order to balance that shit out, because mm-hmm. we're always talking about like really smart movies yeah. or like really good movies that were significant in history, mm-hmm. maybe we should just talk about the movies that we just like. Just enjoy. Just enjoy, even if they're bad. Yep. And so we, they're kind of a guilty pleasures movie. Guilty pleasures. And I unofficially did it. I started the trend unofficially with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Because I, as much as I hate that movie, I still kind of like watching it. Yes, that's what it's about, though. So. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's like in in the coming months or years, like you're gonna see some shit movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that that I have really really enjoyed. Gonna be some pretty garbage things in here. But yeah, but there, there's not a person alive out here. I don't care what kind of critic or movie review. Steven Spielberg has a movie that he recognizes as shit, but yeah. he still loves it. He still loves. You know, sometimes you just sometimes a movie just hits the right spot, and yeah. that's what this segment is about. Yes, it's about talking about movies that just hit the right spot for us. Mm-hmm. And idio- idiocracy is definitely one of those. Hells yeah! Uh, I think that, that's pretty much everything I have to say about idiocracy. Yeah, I think it's a great movie with great <laughs> social commentary. That's not subtle at all. It's very in your face, but that's kind of what Mike Judge is about. Oh yeah, and uh, I really really love this fucking movie. It was awesome. Why would you rate it? Um, because it's got a seventy-five in Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, do 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 do. I might go just with a seven. I think I'm gonna go with a seven too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think that's so. a good score for it. Yeah. Uh, that's it, guys. We are going to cut, and then we're gonna go into the television movie. Hey, hey. Morning. Oh, yeah. And welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk television and movie premieres. Chris, uh, do your thing. Television and movie premieres. Uh, so this week is going to be Tuesday, June the 27th through Monday, July the 3rd. Nice. Uh, let's see. The first thing we got in television is Chris Dahlia, Man on Fire. Chris Dahlia. Dahlia? Dahlia. Yeah, I don't watch him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's, he's a good stand-up. Like, I seen a show with uh, him and Whitney Cummings yeah. like, a couple years ago. I mean, he's all right. He had a sitcom, but he's a much better stand-up comedian than he is in a television person. I love Chris Dahlia. I okay. like him. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll fight for him. Chris D'Elia, Man on Fire, is going to be Tuesday, June the 27th as a comedy on Netflix. Nice. So everybody check that out. I'm sure he's going to be freaking hilarious. Talking about comedies, I watched half of Sarah Silverman's last yes. special. Yeah. First of all, she's hilarious. Yes. She's also fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I love Sarah Silverman. Yes. Anyway, go on. I mean, I, I was thinking about, I was talking to, uh, to Tessa yesterday mm-hmm. about who is your favorite female comedian ever of all time. And unfortunately, I don't have like a 10 a mm. top 10 list, but uh, Joan Rivers was uh, unanimously was uh, for me and her, our number one. But uh, what's the name? Uh, Sarah Silverman is easily my number two now. Yeah. And she's creeping her away if she can live 20, 30 more years to be number <laughs> one for me. Shout out to Wanda Sykes. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> she, was like, so she was talking about a dog saying she rescued, she adopted a dog. Yeah. I adopted a dog. Well, I rescued a dog. Mm. Or I like to say she rescued me. I don't know which is the less country way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking laughed so hard. Yes. Sarah Silverman, you rock. Chris D'Elia special, go yes. on. Yeah. Uh, watch both of those stand-up specials. They're both on Netflix, and um, check it out. That's Tuesday, June the 27th. Uh, the next show is going to be Wednesday, June the 28th. Bron, you're into this uh, show, I believe. What is this? Uh, Broad Church. Bro- ah, fucking love Broad Church. It's a, uh, it's a drama on BBC America at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, June the 28th. Is that series three or four? Uh, 
third, uh, nice. third and final season of the British crime drama Returns mm. uh, stars Olivia Coleman and David Tennant as investigators on a new case taking place three years after the previous season. Is that airing on telly or going on Netflix? Uh, telly. I just, I don't say telly. Yeah, you don't say telly. But I, I just <laughs> get the parody your shit. Like, like, that's how I talk now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's on TV. <laughs> okay, cool. I gotta wait. I gotta wait a couple months till it comes back on Netflix. Then, yeah. shit, I love that show. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'll take your word. I mean, it has. Uh, you will appreciate it based on cinematography alone. Olivia the cinematography Col- of that show is gorgeous. Olivia Coleman, I love her action. She's also I mean. pretty great. She yeah. was in The Lobster, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Peep Show. Like I, I like her. Nice. Uh, there's another show called. Uh, it's gonna be Wednesday, June the 28th, called Okja. It's a sci-fi drama comedy on Netflix. Can you say the name again? Okja. O K J A. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, director Bong Joho's follow-up to Snowpiercer is a monster movie, though the monster itself is not the monstrous, monstrous character in the movie, uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal oh. and a few other people. Oh. Did you ever see the movie Snowpiercer? Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, I thought you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it means the same creator, and Jake uh, Gyllenhaal's in this. Is it the same director? Uh, let's see. Yeah, the same director. Same director. Director Bong Joho's follow-up yep. to Man, Snowpiercer. Man, he is such a good director. Yeah. He's fucking fantastic. I'm with it. Yeah, and Jake Gyllenhaal too. Gyllenhaal. You know we're both wrong. Gyllenhaalie. Nope. Gyllenhaalie. Gyllenhaalie. There we go. Gyllenhaalie. That. Jake Gyllenhaalie. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, that was it for television uh, movies. There's four movies coming out. Uh, you gotta like one of these. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, the first one is Despicable Me Three. Ugh. It's a 90 minute runtime. It's listed as an animation, action adventure, comedy, family, sci fi movie. Guru meets his longtime, uh, well, his long lost, charming, cheerful, and more successful twin brother Drew, who wants to team up with him for one last criminal heist. Uh, stars Jenny Slate, Kristen Wiig, Steve Carell, and Julie Andrews. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the Spickle of Me one was the good. One, yes. One was good. I, I, I enjoyed one a lot. I took my daughter to see yeah. one, but I'm not. I took a date to see the Spickle of Me one. But why not? Yeah, yeah. I'm see, with that. That was back in, I was in eighth grade. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, but that's the Spickle of Me three. It's only a 90 minute runtime, so hour and a half, maybe it'll be all right. I'm not yeah, still not going to do it. I won't. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, the, ne- the next thing is um, The Little Hours. Uh, see, a young, or it's a 90-minute runtime. It's a comedy romance. has a 70 meta score. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rundown is a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns in the Middle Ages. Introduced as a deaf blind man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. Hi, is this like Wata. a weird harem fantasy? It's a comedy romance. Huh, what the fuck is that movie called? The Little Hours. <laughs> Hold on. A young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns in the Middle Ages. Introduced as a deaf blind man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. Uh, stars Allison Brie, Dave Franco, Kate McCucci, and Aubrey Plaza. You know what? Sold. I'm into it. Sold. I'm into it. Sold. I might actually go see that. <laughs> Allison Brie, Dave Franco, Kate McCucci, and Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Sold. I'm into that. Sold. I mean, did you hear that shit? Aubrey Plaza was the selling point for me. Jake, Jake Dame's Franco, Dave, Dave Franco, yeah, Dave Franco was a sale, selling point for me. I fucking love Aubrey Plaza. I, yeah, me too. I mean, she she showed up in a in a in a video online, her smoking weed with nuns. I guess that was promotion for this. I can see that. I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, that probably is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she's like the modern day Daria for me. You can see that. She actually, really did, she actually did a promo, a Daria promo. Really? Was, yes. She's dressed up in the whole getup. She has Jane. Like, they, it's like um, what's the funnier die? It's the funnier die. Oh, thing. okay. Cool. It's really really cool. 
But um, yes, that's that's uh, the little hours, ninety minute runtime. Go check that out. That sounds like yeah, it's that sounds be awesome. Right. We should go see that just for fun. I agree. Uh, the next movie is The House, eighty eight minute runtime. It's a comedy. Uh, a dad convinces his friends to start an illegal casino in his basement after he and his wife spend their daughter's college fund. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Andrew J. Cohen is the director. It stars Will Ferrell, Jeremy Renner, Nick Kroll, and Allison Tolman. Jeremy Renner from Avengers? Jer- Jeremy Reiner? Jeremy Renner. Uh, yeah, that's the guy yeah. from Avengers, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, like, I like him a lot. He's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Will, Will Ferrell is the guy that, if I'm going to go see it, it's going to be because of him, Will Ferrell. And this, this is a comedy. I'm interested to see what Jeremy Renner is. I mean, he'll be the straight man, I'd assume. Yeah, probably. You know, I, I, I want to see how that works out with Jeremy Renner, Nick Kroll, and Will Ferrell. But he's also really charming. So, like, he might be able to pull off some comedy. I've never, never seen him in comedy. I'm, he's, I'm intrigued. He's charming in the way that uh, Mark Wahlberg is charming for me. <laughs> it's, like, not, like, the actual Mark Wahlberg. Like, I don't find Mark Wahlberg charming, but it's, like, he tries. Yeah, right. You know, so I, I don't know. Like, he doesn't seem naturally charming for some reason. <laughs> uh, and last... You know what's funny? You said Mark Wahlberg. I totally knew you were talking about Matt Damon. No, no, no I, was Matt, just, uh, I was talking about Mark Wahlberg. I was talking about Mark Wahlberg? Like, oh, actual okay. Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Matt Damon might be a little charming, I guess. But yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, he seems like he puts it on. Yeah, he does. He's putting it on. Um, the next thing the is... Bees. We have to care about the bees. Sorry. That's the Matt Damon. Good <laughs> 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 vibrations! That's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Yo, it's about that time. All right. Uh, last and not least, it's a baby driver. Mm-hmm. One of our uh, old professors, um, Kava, mm-hmm. he was at like a screening for Baby yeah, Driver. Yeah, I was fucking upset. He said he was going to put a review up. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a review. Well, he watched a movie yesterday. You better tell me something. <laughs> you got done, better tell me something. <laughs> like I've been waiting since yesterday. I was upset. I was upset. Yeah, I, I was. was upset. I was like, when the fu- why don't I get a fucking screening? Like, you know, we, we will be getting those we screenings will. eventually. Goddamn right. We will be getting those goddamn screenings. <laughs> but baby, I'm super excited. Oh about shit! Baby I, I, my my anger <laughs> distracted you. distracted me from this whole thing. <laughs> uh, baby Driver. It's a hour. Well, 113 minute runtime listed as an action crime music thriller. As an 81 Metascore, the rundown is: after being coursed into working for a crime boss, a young getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail uh the director is edgar wright and it stars kevin spacey lily james john berthenol berthol spacey wasn't there yeah john berthol berthol yeah yeah and the star of it i cannot pronounce his name at all ansel elgort Um, the first listed person ansel elgort ansel elgort yeah yeah something like that i'm excited for this guy no simon pegg this time no simon pegg that's different i'm kind of into it i'm definitely into it yeah uh, into the no Simon Pegg bean. I want to know what like an Edgar Wright movie looks oh. without Pegg. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I, lo- I love Pegg, and I'm excited as fuck for this Peg, movie. Pegg wasn't in uh, what's the uh, the comic book video game? Scott movie? Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't in that one. That was really. Cool. That was ah, fuck. That's right. That's Michael Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Michael Sarah. Anyway, maybe uh, we'll get another good movie. Yeah, and, and Edgar Wright is one of my. I, I've been on his dick hardcore, like really justifiably hard. so. Just yeah, just <laughs> bouncing up and down, down that thing yeah. for like three years. Yeah, and I love Edgar Wright. He's one of the funniest directors. And everything I see from the promos yeah. just look like you know. I remember a while ago I said Christopher Nolan, uh, like authenticity gets mm-hmm. threatened by a big budget. Yeah, but I feel like Edgar Wright's style just keeps getting better with every big budget so. that he gets. I hope so. So like based on the promo, I am super excited for this movie Same. and hope that I'm not wrong. Me too. Because it looks so fucking good and stylistic and just like ah. Uh, he hasn't fucked me once. No, the, he the, hasn't. The only movie that was like. Not super duper enjoyable for me was The World's End. 
Yeah. And, and even then, that was still kind of it was, fun. It was, good. it was a good movie. It yeah. was definitely fun. Like, I watched it at the movie theater. Yeah. But it's just, and with all the rest of his movies, that's the only one where I'm not going to recommend first or second if I say go watch an Edgar Wright movie. Right. But this guy, top five, top five current living acting direct, active yeah. directors. Right. Like active. So, I mean, still with Spielberg. Spielberg, you're not listed as an active director if you're putting out one every five years or so. Right. For me. Edgar Wright, yeah. Top five. Edgar one. Wright's the shit. And yes. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to. Bounce on his dick some more. Yeah. I'm excited for this movie. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Yes. I, I want to make sure people listen to us on the, the Empire Geeks Back. Whenever oh, yeah, the episode yeah. is released, uh, listen to us on that. Um, I got to check them out last week, and it seems like they got something nice going on. Like yeah, it. they do. They do have a nice thing going on. Yeah. I, I enjoy them as well. And we'll, pl- we'll plug the link in mm. the next episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to be there with Rob and his crew. Yeah. And it's going to be a good fucking time. I think, I believe we're going to be talking about, and he posted it on, he made it public on his Facebook page. So yeah. I'm not breaking any rules. Did you, did you, did you hear, did you should have heard on the podcast, this is inside at, at the studio right here. Yeah. So I, I, was, I was listening to it on, on the way, on the way home. Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, um, we're going to be, we're going to be, they're going to be on the podcast because we're going to be on there. Right. And they were like, uh. One person was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Brian. Brian is so awesome. Brian's <laughs> great. And then uh, the K- K- Kayla. Kayla, yeah. Kayla. She was like, oh, yeah, I've talked to Brian. He's really, really cool. He's really cool. <laughs> and uh, I guess Chris is all right. You know? <laughs> and I guess. You know, and, and, and then Rob tries. He's like, no, no, no. I've, I've met them both. You know, they're very, very cool people. And then and she's like, yeah, yeah, I've met Brian. <laughs> oh, no, I've talked to Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian I, I know Brian's cool. I'm still not co-signing on this. Not this Chris guy. I got to meet that guy first. <laughs> I'm not co-signing on that. <laughs> <laughs> he might be an asshole. <laughs> Complete. <laughs> and you guess what? God damn it. No, I'm just <laughs> no I, can't, I can't wait, though. It's going to be very yeah, fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Thanks yeah. for the shout-out, Rob and Kayla. Yeah. And whoever the and, other guy and, was. And thanks for the yeah. non-shout-out as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So. Thanks for uh, shitting on Chris for me. Yeah. That was appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Anyway, uh, we're going to do the rundown. Cash us on that episode. Yep. We'll link it and post about it. Uh, on the Empire Geeks back, we're going to be talking about uh, adaptations, specifically, I think, comic book adaptations <laughs> from, like, the original source material to the movie and how they translate. Mm. So it's going to be a fun topic, so catch us in there. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you can catch us on Twitter at underscore FFS Podcast. Uh, you can catch us on wow, Google Play wow, Music. Wow, It's like the Oscar music. It's like, get the fuck out of the microphone already. You fucking egotistic asshole. <laughs> Count us on Google, uh, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, uh, uh, iTunes podcast app, and Stitcher under the name for film's sake. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested, my personal handle is at Brian Archidia on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And Chris is the Vons. T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z. Which is the most asshole way he could have spelled that. Because yes. every time I try to find you on Twitter, it takes me five fucking minutes this, to remember. This is the thing, though. I, w- I want it to be T-H-E, the Vons, yeah. but that's t- taken. And oh, all okay. variations of it. Like, I didn't think that so many people were infatuated by Arthur Fonzarelli from Happy Days. <laughs> but apparently they are. <laughs> really, it's really? Fonzie, man. Yeah. Gotta do the... Hey! hey. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to clock the fuck out. Yeah. I will catch you guys next week. Make yeah. sure to listen to us on Rob's podcast. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.